0: Tonight we've got uh, some very special guests with us. Steve and Becky are going to be here with us to just do an interview and to talk to us on the topic of marriage. And um, I'm really excited for our time with them. Uh, Steve and Becky, if you know them very well, um, you know that they have a very strong marriage. And um, they have been a blessing, um, I know, to Christina and I with the things that they have modeled, and to many of you with the marriage that they have. Um, Steve and Becky are also um, a huge blessing to our church, and um, you know, I don't feel like we get a chance to say that to our leader um, very often, but um, if you're new to Brookside, Steve's the founding pastor of Brookside. his church has been in existence for 32 years, and uh, Steve and Becky have faithfully led this church, and uh, it's been a, a huge blessing, and um, I thought it would be just a cool opportunity for us to say thank you to them before they come up, and, and then I'll pray, and, and uh, we'll jump in. So yeah, let's give them a moment. Heavenly Father, um, Lord, we just want to thank you for this time, and um, Lord, tonight we're talking about the the topic of marriage, and um, Lord, whether we're here as a married couple, or whether we're here as a single parent, um, this topic is uh, one that that we need to talk about. It's so important um, as we think about being intentional um, with our children, and so Lord, I pray that you would just lead us tonight. Um, Lord, we thank you for Steve and Becky, we thank you um, for the 40, coming up on 41 years of marriage, them with and uh, the experiences and the wisdom um, there's a lot of it lord and so uh, our ears are open tonight and our hearts are ready to receive from you and uh, so lord we thank you for this couple and uh, we pray now uh, that you would guide this d6 crowd tonight lord. and we pray lord that you would use this to impact us and, and really to impact our families lord so we pray this in christ's name amen, amen. 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 We over these microphones all week long so we're expecting some big things and one's got a core really going on loud tonight so. Well I um, want to kind of start off on a, on a fun note and uh, just to kind of get to know you guys a little bit and to get to know your history a little bit. Um, tell us a story about how you met and then just one fun memory that you have from that time, your dating time. I'll do the uh, first half of that
1: question. We met in junior year of college in January and um, we're from Minnesota and we met in the library which ha- uh, means that it had to have been a god thing because either one of us were Um, I was a leader of that, and and so I saw Becky there that night, and uh, made sure I got you know, all of her after, and asked her, you know, walked her home, and asked her out for a date. We went out Friday night. She already had a date Saturday night with the guy she was dating, and we uh, <laughs> went to church with me on Sunday, and um, that was it. We um, were together virtually every evening after that, and. Uh, too many to and, you know, it's awesome all the years we
2: shared together, so give me a second now. Yeah, so as far as memories of our dating time together, we were both
3: students, and we're both working our way up, so there really aren't any places to be built.
1: <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, we, I, I can quite
2: believe that, Richie. Who's short? It was like short. Three weeks. We were married within 50 years. <laughs> 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 and
3: it was a summary. So. Yeah. so our dating was, was really wrapped around
1: college. We prayed a
0: lot no. together, read <laughs> the Bible together. <laughs> 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 Didn't go as deep because you were fasting. Didn't you do as deep and waiting to
1: kiss.
3: I just never ever saw a disagreement. So, you know, my mom was very um, affirming and excited about my dad all the time. She told him about all the time. And my dad worked hard and he took time for to the family and we worked with him and played with him. That's awesome. Um, the extended family that my dad came from got together almost every weekend. Is that better? And everybody had seven kids, so we were <laughs>
0: these guys were just together and singing and it, I mean, it was like, wow, you know, I'll never forget, I'll never forget that
1: sort of thing, you know, so impactful. Yeah. Well, People always wonder how great our son got so tall, he was 6'3 and it's because Becky's family, five brothers all over six foot, and fun thing about it, they were part of the, they were starting five for a, a, a city league uh, as adults just a few years ago.
3: Mm-hmm. And so I grew up pretty much taking care of, you know, kids all the time. I was just, just always, always
1: siblings to be responsible for them. So that was a part of my life. And why it's so important to her to say that is that it was the opposite for me. My siblings care for me. So we are perfectly <laughs> <laughs> uh, managed. From, from my parents, uh, because of my mom's uh, severe disability, Perseverance and, you know, and suffering, and uh, seeing my dad just care so deeply for my mom. Believe it or not, my dad was a big guy, a big farm with big hands. I mean, I have so many pictures of him caring for mom, lifting her into a wheelchair, and pushing her out to the car, lifting her in the car, all those kinds of things. And, and then my mom had just an incredible optimism. I mean, the lady didn't have a cloudy day most of the time, it seemed like. And uh, and then above all was their commitment and in their integrity. And, you know, I learned personally, I mean, you talk about parenting, I, my, one of my pictures of my dad and mom, is my dad at the end of the day, sitting at the dining room table with his Bible that was always open there. And I knew he was dog tired at the end of the day at the farm. And he'd be sitting holding his head up real late with his hands and reading the Bible. My mom was sitting in a wheelchair, with her Bible barely any to balance in her lap because she didn't have a whole lot of strength but reading and so that's something that both Beck and I treasure from her parents. Yeah, oh, Very
0: cool. Yeah. When you think about just the, the two of you in your own selves when and you think about marriage and how that's impacted you as individuals, uh, what would you say? What are some of the things that you've learned about yourself in the years? Yeah, yeah, right, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 No,
3: I'm, I'm sorry, through just... marriage, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah. So getting married at 21.
2: pulls up this van or bus or
3: whatever it was. And it was full of people who were handicapped in special needs. Now, mind you, his background and mine are totally different as far as I've experienced with that. And so um, everybody's getting out of this van and they're really not being helped, they're just being dropped off. And I'm walking right by it, you know? It's not a problem. And uh, all of a sudden I realize that Steve's you know, slipped into gear and he's responsible for all of these people. And so next thing I know we're, we're there was nobody with them. They really dropped out, you know all these people needing help out. And so Steve, you know, helps him in and gets him seated in that row and I'm sitting on one end and he's sitting on the other end. <laughs> and I'm thinking, wedding bliss <laughs> time ago so you wouldn't even know the name of the person. But one of the songs she sang was For Those Tears I Died. And I remember it just it just got to me because I realized that I was thinking about myself and that's the Christian message is that Christ died for the things of the selfishly hold on to it. And um, and I realized I just had a lot to learn. You know, just a lot to learn from Stephen and um, that's how it kicked off. I'm
1: still learning, as you can say. You know, um, it's just so good how we come from different families, and we can gain from not only from each other, but from one another's families. And uh, life, in many ways, was very hard uh, growing up in our family, and um, um, uh, so you kind of sometimes ended up being hard on yourself, and. Uh, God just blessed me with Becky um, because she's such an affirming person. And, uh, you know, I, I I just think, you know, I think back to... Uh, I was just now... I gave my first sermon in a nursing home and Becky actually went out of the goodness of her heart, in college and she left saying to herself, but she didn't say it to me. She loved saying, will this man ever preach? Um, and, but, but, you know, she... I just think of how she's built my confidence up and she's helped me not to be so hard on myself. Um, I also learned how much I'm, I'm not a processed person. I mean, I, I, I'd be dead in the water if I didn't have Becky beside me to think through the steps to get to where I wanted to go. Because I'd see the end and Becky would, you know, I'd have the picture of where we should go and Becky would go, well,
0: The whole topic that um, is very relevant to all of us. How have you guys dealt with conflict over the years, and how have you um, how have you resolved disagreements, particularly? And I
3: and I would say that um, as much as I said my parents never had conflict, I realized they had to have had. Yeah. They had to have had. Yeah. We just didn't see a mom. Uh, but we didn't see evidence of as kids. Um, so I I would say for us and I. I think we all live in that there's problems every day. And we expect those in nature. are just working through life. Um, but conflict are those things that just wrap themselves wrap around you and they become obstacles and, and uh, hindrances. And Steve and I, I think we both know that marriage just meant to get the junk out of our life and <laughs> it's going to show up because we have different personalities and opinions. One of our, um, I think, things something to you address and talk about. And then the other thing I think we've worked hard on is building our relationship so that our relationship is valuable. I think if you let that slip, um, I think at that point um, you don't have much to grab onto when you do get those opposite points. But I think we've tried, tried hard to make the relationship strong enough. Well, we and get on the
1: same side of the problem instead of um, But, no, no, great. <laughs> and and, and really the really good thing of not letting another day going into the next is so incredibly important. Um, that's the biggest piece of advice I think we both remember from the past that I our, our wedding. And, and, and as far as, you know, one thing is just being willing to say, I'm so sorry. Honestly, I'm the one who needed to save the most in marriage. And, and I think of the times where I would be fighting at my pride, you know. And we'd go to bed and I'd be, you know, I know what I needed to do. And finally at 1 in the morning, i said, I'm sorry. So because um, <laughs> I couldn't get to sleep. I just needed to get to sleep.
3: to learn (laughs) and to do new things and to um, talk about ideas and read and I guess that it (laughs) just keeps occurring.
1: So my big takeaway with my parents was to see them read the Bible mm-hmm. and know yep. they were praying. That impacted me. Um, the other thing Becky had was they, they oh, did it no with more kids. Just the, you know, uh, and um, so we, when we young, you know, we, we read the Bible to our kids from when they were young, and um, uh, all the way up until seventh grade. You know, the other so, thing. Video, radio. and then you did it in the morning when the kids too. I was usually gone and went, went to school, right? No, yeah, we would we do it by days before we went to
2: school.
1: The fun thing for us is, Greg uh, actually started listening to Chuck Swimmel every night, somewhere in grade school and then through high school, all the way through. And that was like, well, that's cool. I'm do, do that. Huh? Um, so, but but I think. Um, Reading with them, but if we were, if we faked our faith, then it would be a mockery for them. So it's really important that we, and again, when I say this, we're not perfect parents, ask our kids, you know, we're very imperfect, he's me, but it, it, we it really try to mock.
2: Comfortable and kind of secure like way. An um,
3: mm-hmm. I know I should have felt that with my hair. But there was a security that I didn't have to worry about. I just felt that was solid. And, um, and Steve and I did that. I think that was the only place we tried to um, do that before. Yeah, for this generation, I think you're pulled so many directions. I think your busyness is just ex- you know, exponentially um, greater than what it was. Uh, and so, you on the screen, OS
2: X updates the computer will restart. I know you want me to talk about
1: That, that we see that was true for the generation in which we live. And I'll never forget the day, Becky came home and she said, can I say this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, you guys have been together with a group of friends you. and um, you were away, well, how, how disinterested they said that they weren't having sex with their husbands. Sure. And if they had it any more than once a month, that was too much and it really does concern us, especially in this generation, with the availability of pornography and so many things going on. I mean, this is really a serious issue, and I think both husband and wife are responsible on this thing. The guys, in terms of showing their wives affection and caring for them and being gentle with them, and being real, I mean, living their faith, it can't be one thing and then expect to jump in bed with your wife and she's just gonna warm up to you, you know. Uh, but on the other side, you know, I, I'll never forget it, the seminary professor saying to Becky, not to Becky, but to a group of wives, I mean, she came home and told me this, I, like, I wrote him a know <laughs> but, but, but he said, he said, keep your husband so busy, in bed that they don't have the energy to think about having sex with somebody else. And you thought that was great way
2: That was great. Yeah. I would add to that, I,
3: I don't think it's just having sex. I think it's, uh-huh. it's having, the, having um, the desire, I mean, really, yeah. really allowing yourself to enjoy um, the relationship Physical
1: way as much as the relational yeah. way. Yeah. 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 Uh, just so we don't think it's unbalanced here, it, it really is its is critical to resolve issues. Um, um, I, I'm real concerned when I hear couples don't resolve issues, that they, they let a wall build up between themselves. I mean, that's, that's a dangerous thing. And, and 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 Becky and I are very concerned when we see the hidden miss of couples with, with church on Sunday morning worship. I mean, that's something we, because of our parents, we had that solid foundation in our life. Um, we we get we get this is we get very concerned about the priorities that are placed over Sunday morning worship, whatever they might be. I. We get every bit as concerned when we find out how little knowledge people have of scripture. Um, every time I hear that somebody's hardly read any of the Bible, I just go, man, how can you even function? How can you even live your Christian life? Um, and so, I mean, it's like, a, it's like a new passion inside of myself to, to do everything I can to help each, each one of you, each person who's a part of your website to make the Bible, you know, the, the reading of the Bible part, priority you um, in your life. You know, it is so important. You just can't do anything with, without that and
0: succeed. So, yeah. When you think about just um, leading your family spiritually, tie that with having a healthy marriage, how the two go together? How important is a healthy marriage to this whole idea of being intentional and leading your family? I, I would say
2: that, boy, it sure helps. <laughs> you know, when you don't have any <laughs> obstacles in your life or going into the life of your kids, it
3: just it really helps a lot uh, to know that both of you are on the same page and really invested in the welfare of your kids. Um, and I would also say that if, if you don't have that shared relationship, um, the gospel is the good news that Christ is the one and yeah. redeems everything everything we do to him so I don't think it's I I don't think anybody should give their head in despair sure. you know the gospel is strong and yeah. broken marriages it's
1: yeah. strong yeah. Yeah. you know there's this this whole thing of you you don't want to assume too much of your children but you know sometimes we don't realize how how aware they are and you may be in a you might be in a marriage that's really hard You have a husband or wife, they're they're a difficult person to live with. But if your kids see, you, you know, they see Christ in you, living through that and persevering, oh, it just does volumes for your kids. Or if you're a single mom or dad and you're doing your very best to bring your kids up to know Christ and love Him, man, they see that. You know, and, and the Holy Spirit can work through one person as much as the Holy Spirit can work through two people. I, I mean, I think of somebody in our church. I mean, years from when his kids were very little, he's brought them all the way. To, he's, he's raised them himself, you know, and man, he's done a wonderful
0: job. They're great kids. So don't despair for a minute. Think about those trials that you two have faced in, in your own marriage. Things that you've um, things that you've faced. Um, how would you say? Um, how would you even counsel a couple that is going through a trial? Think about how trials have impacted your own marriage. What, what do you say to the couple that's going through a trial right now?
3: It's going to send you one way from the other. Because um, you're really you're two different people. and
1: crazy about Becky the first week. I mean I kept and I got around I just like I can't believe that I sitting on stage nuts about her. And you wonder how can you get more in love with somebody? And there's nothing like suffering. Um, and watching somebody else suffer and see them how they deal with it. Nothing like that to make you all that much more in love with that person. Um, and so, in some ways, we should welcome. Um, but boy, Becky's right. You know, the um, uh, foundation of the relationship with God is critical.
0: To do, you know, um, and your churches watch, you know, you go through a trial, you know, and admire how you came with it and how you're to shine through it. I
1: would just say be gracious with each other, be patient with each other, yeah. and be diligent in how you take care of yourself.
0: Mm-hmm. Kind of shifting topic. Um, the topic of money—we hear this all the time. You know, what, what, what's causing a wedge in your marriage? Uh, oftentimes, couples will say we fight about money, um, and uh, so I thought it would be insightful, particularly knowing.
1: Yeah, if you start off with different values, then start over. <laughs> Get the same values. Um, we're both responsible. Um, we live with the right expectations. And again, take this away. From what I'm saying this, but well. we're, we're living with the right expectations. Um, we have never lived with, you know, we paid off our first house as quickly as we could. We paid off our second house as quickly as we could and our third house has paid off as quickly as we could. I mean, we we don't buy cars and, you know, make payments. to buy used cars. I remember our second car, we bought, it was a Corona, 72 Corona, we bought for $500. And when our kids got in middle school, they didn't let us drop them off right by the school. (laughs) It was so bad that I said to one of my neighbors, tell me when it's too bad to park in the circle. And he came to me and said, remember when you told me And I just say, if you're not doing that, then start, start doing that. Yeah, yeah, right.
0: Um, there's no doubt about it. There are with the number of couples in this room, and um, there's no doubt that there are some here that are struggling in their marriage.
3: You found yourself for a reason, and you know, there's there's just all kinds of good reasons why um, there's hope for you, but sometimes you get just buried in it by yourself, and you don't see the way out. And, um, and that's, I think, you know, I think that's it. That, and, and then just committing yourself to um, what, God, you know, what God wants in your life, and to do what's right and to trust that he honors that, and that he's at work in your life, um, Give it it everything
1: you have. Totally. Um, And and, and the word for tonight is give. And that's key for everything we're talking about tonight. It's it's not taking, but giving. Whatever it is, it's giving. You you don't think of yourself as okay, what am I going to get out of this? But instead, what can I give for the relationship? And and that's what oftentimes give block.
0: So. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Fellas, us, uh, just give us really one, kind of one parting shot. One, um, um, you know, you've got a crowd full of young parents. What's one thing that you would, one thing that you would say is that we had a chance? I love what Becky said to me last night. In fact, i a quote or a sermon, it's not that you that. Know, go to the quote,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you wanna, Don't miss us every day. This is definitely really for <laughs>